Thanks, I made it myself. Uh, well, you did not write the song. That is the Mountain Goats. No, I made it. Uh, I, I would like to take this opportunity, actually, to acknowledge our old opening credit song, which was by Scott Joyce. He's a dear friend who moved to Alaska. Swell guy. Absolutely. When did he move? Why? No, when? A long time ago. He, he, he gave us the song to use as our opening credits around the time he moved to Alaska. But that is very far from the premise of our show. The, the only reason I asked is I just met someone like two days ago that was that day moving to Alaska. Really? Yeah. Weird. Well, there's a lot of opportunity in Alaska. It's going to survive the apocalypse when uh, the sun burns down our planet. Hi, and welcome to KinkCast. It is a podcast about uh, sexual kinks, sexual lifestyles, and uh, weird this shit. One, perhaps the lack thereof. Well, I would call this a sexual lifestyle. Today we will be discussing the incel movement. Dana's here, too. Hi, Dana. Hey, yo. Um, I would like you to take this opportunity to get off of your phones. I'm actually just pulling up a thing for the insult. Oh, of course. Same. Oh, everyone's got notes on their phones. And the old teacher doesn't Welcome understand Welcome to 2019. This. I'm not ready for 2019. I do make people turn off their phones when I play the indie. Well, anyways, um, my name is Tommy. I DM. This is Chris. He's wearing a turquoise shirt. Yes. And uh, this is Dana. She's wearing a lovely black dress. I mean, you can say that every Hello. week. Hello. Yeah, I, I can. No, I mean, she wears black shoes oh, every week. What am I wearing, Chris? Uh, you are wearing a uh, uh, like a very stylish flannel. Thank you. Which is strange, because like, flannels aren't very stylish. You know, anymore. it's actually very odd. The thing that I'm wearing right now, I got from Scott Joyce. who uh, th- These are his, his clothes he gave to me when he moved. Oh. So it's a very strange little coincidence. Uh, Send off for him for making our opening credits. Uh, and now we have the Mountain Goats until they sue us. But they're also from Denton, Texas. Nuh-uh. Are they really? No, they're not. I thought they were from Denton, Texas. They're from, like, Washington State. They just liked it a lot. Really? Same thing. I'm betrayed by them, Michael Sarah, and Jennifer Jason Lee. I I actually, I thought the same thing and was corrected by someone and looked it up and was like, oh, they're right. If, uh... If you're ever curious about Denton, Texas, it's where our show takes place, and it's actually a very lovely place to visit. It's like a little tiny Austin. If, you, if you're thinking about a vacation, I genuinely recommend it. Um, and there's a great song by the Mountain Goats called uh, Best Ever Death Metal Band Out of Denton. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cute. Um, they never settled on a name. Apparently there's a band in like Norway or some shit called Denton Thrift, named after our thrift store. Anyways... Uh, I'm just starting with the pleasantries on today's episode, because it is going to be a rather unpleasant episode. We're kind of doing back-to-back unpleasant episodes. Well, I think that it's all kind of linked together, and it's also kind of appropriate that it happens right before Valentine's Day, that most (laughs) difficult of days for people who are struggling uh, with the old love train. The old romance toboggan. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's get things started off by first off just explaining what the incel movement is and kind of setting the parameters of, uh, I kind of hate the term trigger warnings, but some of the stuff that we'll be discussing on today's episode that some people might find um, offensive, unpleasant or offensive. That way they can know maybe they want to go to a more sex positive episode or less toxic episode. Right. And then I would like to open with a game and then jump into formal discussion. So real quick, maybe this is actually the game we should play rather than doing something more goofy is how would you personally define the incel, incel movement? What would you say it is? Outside of like just explaining the word, I can I can go. Okay, Chris, go you'd like to start? 
the most hate-filled group that I have ever had the displeasure of seeing. ISIS? Incels hate everyone, including themselves. There's no one that they like. It's valid. They hate other incels. They hate... They hate betas or betas or whatever. Chads. Alphas. Yeah. Chads or alphas, they're interchangeable. They hate... They hate former incels that are no longer incels. They hate incels, because most incels would be, quote, betas. And they hate all women, period. I'd like to go next, because um, Chris did not do a good job of explaining what an incel is to someone who's never heard the term before. Now no, I described the group. Yeah, that's The fair. most hate-filled, vile, disgusting community that I've ever had seen. Incel is a portmanteau of involuntary celibate. It is a online philosophy, more or less, of men who have trouble getting laid, who have not gotten laid, and are very outraged about kind of like the uh, the sexual economics of the modern age. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of discussion about um, how feminism has tainted the modern woman, how uh, there's like a race of supermen that are stealing women. And, and it's a lot of very poisonous thoughts that are egged on by other people. By very lonely folks. Mm-hmm. So um, when and you asked us how we saw incels, you just wanted the literal definition of incels? Well, I'm getting to something. Okay. I'm, I'm reaching an actual point okay, on this. I just want to make sure. <laughs> I, I, I know last week I got, I got very aggressive about um, women who are interested in serial killers and serial killers themselves. And I, I think it, it's important to remember that not every incel is Elliot Rogers, the, right. the, the killer. Um, and you're going to hear me say a lot of times, like a devil's advocate and even a broken clock is right two times a day. Mm-hmm. Cause I know you shouldn't, but I, I do feel sorry for some people who fall into this fly trap. I think that suffering is suffering. Pain is pain. And I, I do not agree with any of the things they say, but me personally, I, I feel sorry for a lot of incels. Well, it's, it's also like a vicious cycle where it's, it's not like a community that's supporting each other and being like, yeah, get out there. You can do it. It's like, no, fuck you. Like, if you actually fuck a, uh, fuck a femoid or whatever, like, you're not an incel. You can't be part of the community. So, incels like, will threaten to do something violent or criminal, and other incels will egg it on. Yeah, it's, yeah. It is a, it's a community that both doesn't want anyone to be part. No one wants to be part of it, but no one wants anyone else to leave it. Dana? Okay. Um, the way that I would kind of explain it is that it's completely based on the concept of privilege and entitlement. Um, a lot of people that are consider themselves incels believe that they are owed something um, by women. And so they have the expectation of like, oh, okay, you're not giving me what I'm what I deserve. I'm a good guy or whatever. And so they usually get angry because they feel like they are... Um, you know, entitled to a woman or something like that. Um, and even if they, you know, think that they're abiding by all the rules and regulations of like, you know, social, um, know how, yeah. yeah, they're, they're still not, um, able to win the affections of someone and therefore angry because they've done everything right or in their minds have done everything right. And then they're owed, um, you know, someone, everyone has somebody to love them or should have somebody to love them. And unfortunately, that's not how it is. So they get angry and take it out on people. So in today's episode, we will be discussing a few spree killings, uh, Mm -hmm. mass shooting, 
some very toxic uh, opinions about women, and we will be freely discussing uh, various forms of sexual assault in today's mm-hmm. episode. So if, if this sounds like something that might put you in a bad mood or you wouldn't enjoy it, what we are, of course, going to make some jokes to kind of lighten the mood, but it's going to be a more serious episode. So you might want to go back to something uh, more fun. I recommend the scat episode. That's just a great time. And sounding was funny, too. Yeah. going to be probably uh, one of the few or only times that we are negative towards a community because this is a vile community. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. But I think it started off under, like... It started off... Positive pretense. Like, the the initial... thoughts behind the incel movement were actually not something that was meant to like become bastardized and destroyed. The, destructive. the link that you sent us, right. Dana, uh, actually showed that uh, the incel movement was created in 95, mm-hmm. 97? And by a woman. By a woman. Well, and I think it's important to remember, too, that, you know, we discuss movements on the internet like they're gangs, but those are two very different things. There's no rigid rule set. Yes, there's a terminology and there's people who declare themselves under this title. But it's not like they are they have a power structure and there's a leader. Mm-hmm. There's people who are sympathetic towards it. There's also people who are just trolling. They're pretending to be a part of this just for, for lols. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then... Uh, but like the, the incel movement did start the way I said that it was not. Where it started off as a group... That was supposed to be supporting each other and being like, yeah, get out there. You can do it. Right. I'm sure there's segments of it that are still like that. Uh, Is it even an incel movement if it becomes positive? And that's just it. It's not. Yeah. It is completely negative. So when it began, um, this woman named Alana, she lives in uh, Canada, um, basically had gone through a breakup and figured out that, you know, the way that she was living her life kind of required a new label. Um, and that way she could kind of figure out where she stood in terms of, um, you know, her relationships with other people. And she said that, you know, uh, she entertained a few options, late bloomer, non-blooming, perpetually single. And then it came to her involuntary celibate. Um, so that's when she actually built a website called Alana's involuntary celibacy project. Um, and while that, that's like been gone for a long time, um, lots of people kind of vented and were able to kind of share their experiences with this particular, um, concept with this, with this kind of, um, existence. What does it mean to be involuntarily celibate? Um, so, and what does it mean to be lonely? So a lot of people were kind of finding a nice place for them to explore this. And then somehow, um, things took a turn for the worse. I think I can guess how it took a turn for the worse. I'm going to guess that it was a, it was a woman's website Mm -hmm. and it kind of came from, well, it, it was a, it was mixed gendered, uh, predominantly male. Right. And, uh, most men on the site were very upset, uh, about their circumstances and uh, she grew as a person and started having relationships and, you know, uh, developed a healthy sexual lifestyle. Uh, she, I believe she went into, or like, researched, like, uh, polyamory and uh, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And uh, she passed on the site to someone else. And if I remember from the article, yeah. she didn't, she thought, like, like she had no connection with it whatsoever until the Elliot Rogers incident. Yeah, right. when he described himself as involved. Yeah, in and then she was like, "Wait a minute, that's a term I created." Yeah, 
So th this is really just the origin of, of this venting online and the incel term. But uh, since then, since 95, uh, especially on Reddit, and, and I suppose on 4chan, 4chan, 4chan as well, where it mostly starts. Um, you start to see this culture develop into a much larger terminology to where there's like a full dictionary. And I mean, yeah. I'm sure fucking Vice and BuzzFeed all have their little articles of like understanding the, you know, the meme language. Right. And, and it's kind of it's kind of redundant to go over that again. But for the sake of conversation, I, I guess we should go through the lexicon of terms. Right, because there were a lot of these that I was not aware of first. Let's, uh, let's kind of go one by one. Uh, actually, let's do a quiz style. <laughs> Alphabetical? No, let's uh, let's go quiz style. Dana, uh, we're gonna we're gonna you're gonna switch between me and Chris, asking if we know what a term means. Okay. There's a lot of terms. Well, let's have fun with it. It's a good time. It's a lot of terms. Okay, so the first thing is, and I want to kind of clarify this: the the actual definition of incel. Um, it says here, a self-described involuntary celibate. Incels believe they're undesirable to women because society has stacked the cards against them. They believe that they are not good-looking enough, are too small in stature, and are generally physically weaker than other men. What is our source on this real quick? Um, this is all from Inverse. Okay. Um, the first term is alpha. What's an alpha? I'll it's take Chad. Well, is an alpha always a chat, or is a chat always an alpha, or are they two separate things? I think they're, I think they're used interchangeably. They're yeah. used interchangeably. This is someone who fucks women and is attractive. Right. It's someone who, who according to incels, can pick up women whenever they fucking want. And right. If they it, go out to the bars and just get poon all night <laughs> long. It's actually, it's pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of incels will use... Um, like chads as an example of like uh, as the same way economic socialists will mm -hmm. view things where they view chads as kind of an equivalency to the one percent mm -hmm. of chads are so attractive they get all of the women and it's it's almost this philosophy like one percent of the men have 99 percent of the women mm -hmm. yeah. it's not those same numbers but it's right. that same kind of anger that same kind of philosophy right and it's uh incredibly sexist because it uh, just denotes women as currency yeah and Amen. uh and uh Hanging chads is what caused uh, the 2000 <laughs> the election. Of That's a home run joke if I've ever heard <laughs> Very one. Very good. Um, it's described I'm, here. I am a 50 year old man. Yes, thank you. It's described here as men who are able to get the sex and affection that they desire because, according to incels, they display traits of being popular and dominating and are usually tall and athletic. Incels believe women cannot resist being attracted to men like this. So that leads us to That's describe. Uh, Matt, go ahead. That leads us to describe a beta. What's a beta? Well, it's a fish. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> uh, a, a beta is, it's a beta male, which is all based off of kind of like a bullshit paper written about wolves that might not even be true. Mm -hmm. But the alpha male is the one in charge. The beta male is the one who's, who's lesser. It's uh, it, In an animal kingdom, it's a lesser hunter who does not get to mate. In the human world, a beta is someone who's not fucking women. Right, and okay. And it's probably unattractive. So it's any man who is not confident, who is submissive, and is not especially physically virile. So me and Chris. Um, no, some betas what? might occasionally have sex, but they aren't nearly as successful as alphas. So it's important to mention there that incels are not betas. Mm -hmm. Incels are definitely betas. Some can be. No, but they then there's, are. But there's also omegas. What's an omega? See, that's what I thought, is I thought incels viewed themselves as omegas, and those are outcasts. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones who are so incredibly out of the mating pool, and so it's such poor hunters in, in wolf communities, they do not get to enter it. They're the opposite of alpha. 
Yeah. Kind of like the opposite of A is not B. The opposite of A is Z. That's the idea. Omega is the last letter of the alphabet. Greek alphabet. Yes. Um, so <laughs> Such an asshole thing to correct you on. Like, duh. <laughs> a male... Sorry, and that's Chris. why God is the alpha and the omega. Because he's both an incel and a child. I thought, don't you mean he's the alpha and the zeta? Isn't the end of the Greek alphabet Z for zeta? No. It's Z for Z. Ask any European. Thank you. Um... It's Z for Zebra. <laughs> I'm British now. Okay, um, so Omegas are males that are lower than Betas in terms of their ability to interact with women and function in society. In incel terms, this person has zero ability to engage with the opposite sex. Some incels refer to themselves as Betas. Some say that they're Omegas. In internet lingo, people use different terms in different ways. Yeah, it's kind of... it's it, this is There's no dictionary mm-hmm. for any kink or fetish, so... Yeah. Stands to reason there's no dictionary for this kinker. Although, right. I mean, this one kind of does have a dictionary. True. Here's, here's another term. Um, a fucking normie. A fucking normie is probably what I would describe myself as. Okay. It's just like, I, I think that even though it doesn't fit into the alpha, beta, omega form, I think a normie would be described as too, success, too, too successful to be a beta, but too much of a failure to be an alpha. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that nebulous zone of just like, oh, he doesn't fucking care. Well, it's like yeah. a, a Chad is effortless. Like, he yeah. he fucks women because they throw themselves at his feet. Yeah. A beta can't fuck a woman if he tried. So a fucking normie is someone who has to try and gets laid. To, to use actual 4chan terms, uh, the economic equivalent to this is a wage cuck. Okay. Where this is someone, and to to keep with no, the economic structure. Different. Oh well, to keep a, way, with, a wage cuck is a beta. Then I'm incorrect, and I would say that to use uh, a good economic, because to think of women as currency, this is a struggling middle class worker. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, it says here basically anyone who isn't an incel. To quote our brain cells. Oh, we're wrong. Uh, to quote Reddit brain cells, many incels are generally hostile to normies. Okay. So. Just everyone outside. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is a Stacy? Stacy is a prize woman. Stacy is like, is a lot of female currency. It's a gorgeous woman. Yeah. I thought she was like the reverse of a Chad. Um, it says sorry, here. Sorry, the, the female version of a chat, not a reverse. It says here, Stacy is a catch-all phrase for women who incels consider to be the top tier of attractiveness and thus are a huge target for their rage. Generally, they, des- they are described as athletic, blonde, and sexually experienced. Yeah, there's, a, there's definitely a racial tinge to this because mm-hmm. I don't think that uh, I don't think that there are black Stacys. It's definitely they're always white and blonde. Really? Yeah. I don't know if this is ESPN. Athletic only means black. That's an interesting idea to insert. No, it is. It, it that's it, that's how they describe uh, like black athletes. They're, they'll be like, oh, and he's he's just so athletic, and they just can't compliment someone for being you know exceptional at their sports level. They mm-hmm. have to uh, somehow comment on it in a way that brings in race. So incels, it's a dog are, whistle. Incels are the same way. Then with mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, um, so the next one is Chad's, which you've kind of mentioned before, but yeah. it's actually listed here as the male equivalent of Stacy's. Fair so, enough. That yeah, makes sense. it's pretty straightforward. Okay, so let's talk about the Beta Rebellion, also known as the Beta Uprising. Is that the general term for the community, or is that like praising what Elliot Rogers did? Um, it's a movement. So it's 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 the general name for what the incels are. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. Um, it says here, this is a men's rights term that refers to the uprising of beta males against alpha males and females, and possibly all normies, depending on who you ask. On top of... Um, uh, the own the original post citing an incel rebellion. The term beta rebellion was used by posters on 4chan to describe Chris Harper Mercer's shooting rampage that killed nine um, at a community college in Roseburg, Oregon in 2015. Um, warnings about the shooting had circulated on 4chan the night before the event, leading many to speculate that Harper Mercer was a 4chan user. A manifesto penned by Harper Mercer before the attack stated, Here I am, 26, with no friends, no job, no girlfriend, a virgin. I long ago realized that society likes to deny people like me these things. Yeah, he was the victim in that situation, so, for sure. Sure. So put a bull in his own head. <laughs> um, and so that also brings <laughs> us... It's just it's so faint that like only like a listener was in a very like quiet area could hear you say that. So that brings us to ER. What is ER? I know this one. I actually don't. No. Oh. I don't know uh, ER. It's initials. Elliot Rogers. Mm-hmm. It, he is a fucking martyr for this stupid ass community. Uh, take whatever rants I had last week about um, the Columbine shooters and just copy and paste it in here about in here. Elliot Rogers. And I will not go on another rant. <clears throat> File human being. Yeah, it says here, this is the short form for Elliot Rogers, who within the darker parts of the incel community is viewed as a martyr for the incel cause. In 2014, Roger killed six people and injured 14 others near the University of California, Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. In a video posted to YouTube before embarking on the shooting spree, Roger explained that he intended to punish women for never having sex with him calling himself the perfect gentleman, and lamenting the fact that he was still a virgin at 22, referred to sometimes as Saint Elliot. The cut writes, his likeness has inspired countless memes that straddle the line between lulzy irony and utter sincerity. Uh, He was a virgin when he was 22. One widely circulated picture depicts him as a literal saint, his face photoshopped into a religious painting. That could have been made by someone insincere just trying to fuck with... But it, it, it still yeah. exists. Yeah. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 23. <laughs> this guy can get over himself. <laughs> Preferably. Were you an incel before that? No. Okay. Okay, I so... I respected women. <laughs> what's a white knight? White knight... I've heard that term used in different communities, but a, a white knight is like... The image that comes to my mind is someone who grew up on, like, Disney movies, Uh and it's the idea that a man should be rewarded for being good. Okay. That, like, that uh, being ethical and kind is what will get you laid, and so therefore, like, you're a brave knight in white shining armor. You hold Uh, all the doors. Yes, I hold doors open, I tip my hat. I stand up when you leave the table. Uh, I stand is, up when you come to the table. Yeah, this yeah. is the uh, incel version of uh, virtue signaling, where uh, people who are white knights are people who are trying to get laid by being like promoting feminism and that kind of thing. Like they, they don't actually believe it because no one can actually believe it, as these people mm-hmm. think. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's it's their version of virtue signaling. No one's actually a good person. Everyone's a horrible person. And if you're being a white knight, it's just to An get act. laid. Yeah. And I think there are people who, like, I, I know that, especially, like, myself included, I, I was under the white knight fallacy when I was, like, 15, 16. Right. It's like, I'm nice. When, and usually, if you're sitting there complaining that you're nice and why won't anyone fuck me, you're probably actually not that nice. Yeah, yeah these are these are 
sellouts, pretty much. Yeah. That they, they've sold out the, the men's rights cause. Right, because they're willing to demean themselves to do these things in order to get yeah. laid. Okay, all right. It says here um, it's more a manosphere term than an incel one, but it provides more context about the way that the community views women. Um, R slash red pill defines boy. it as a male who attempts to gain the favor or exchange in sexual relations with females who treat these females as innocent, delicate, beautiful goddesses who are in constant need of protection, defense, and social support, where the needs and pleasing of females is top priority in the male's life. So needless to say, to incels and men's rights activists, it's a pejorative term in the manosphere. A lot of men profess to being guilty of white knighting at times, but it's perceived as weak or worse, a traitorous act towards the male gender. Yeah, because you should treat women like dirt, according to these people. Well, everything about this just it, it goes to that <laughs> stupid idea that like when you take a girl out on a date, you know, really it's just prostitution, and like oh, marriage is just prostitution because like you protect her and you know, all this shit, and that's all just for sex. Right. It so much of like the incel community goes back to economics. Right. Women are currency, and I am broke, and there needs to be a system in place. Or we need to rise up in this rebellion so that we can acquire currency. Sure. And it's because they have no empathy. They don't see women as no, people. No. It's walking like, vaginas. That opposition. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 is a, it is a binary opposition and it is objectifying them into, into points, into mm-hmm. currency, into something that is to be acquired. Notches um, on your on your bedpost, yes. right? Or, well... That, no, they don't have any notches. They're involuntarily celibate. But they want those notches. They probably don't have a bed post. They probably have a bed that just sits on the ground. In my readings, a lot of insults, they they don't want to fuck tons of women. They'd be happy with just one. But that's kind of a fallacy in its own. Because really, every frustrated 14-year-old, except, Mm -hmm. well, except the chads. But I'm like speaking for myself, and I don't know about your experience, Chris, but like I remember being sexually frustrated at the age of 14, 15, and being 100 pounds overweight, and having these thoughts. Mm -hmm. I just didn't care. I remember having these thoughts and thinking this way. See, and it's it's interesting that you think and you think outwards. You're like, I'm doing all the right things. Now, why isn't the rest of this actually like changing to fit me? Whereas I think a lot of girls are brought up like, oh my gosh, I think I'm doing everything right, but I must be doing something wrong. So how can I improve me? Versus, or is that what you're, is that kind of what I'm, am I getting at something or am I just No, I think think there's some truth to that is, is I think that like... A lot of younger women who are not terribly confident are going to be questioning, how do I change myself to get more attention? Yeah. And a lot of younger men are just like, uh, like lock on top of the hatch and lost, just Mm -hmm. like banging on the door, like doing the exact same thing over and over and over again, expecting that like Amy Rose is going to drop out of the, the sky when they get to the ending of the Sonic the Hedgehog level. Right. I did everything right. Why is the world not working for yeah. me? I have a man card and it says that I have to hold X number of doors and I have to like do all of these things. Yes. Like, I've punched all of those things and I can cash in my card for sex, right? Wait, where'd you get that? I printed it off the internet. Oh. But uh, <laughs> it's this idea of a journey and mm-hmm. I think where, the, like, where a lot of incels end up is that you know, we live in the heteronormative expectation that you're going to go through life and your life is a journey leading to a partner. Right. And while not every incel is interested in monogamy or entirely interested in like a relationship, it's just that the journey to the first time you have sex 
is this this like grand voyage and it, and it's filled with all these trials and tribulations that finally leads to it and yeah. when that road gets to be too long there's this frustration because even though society you know com- like entirely says hey work on yourself focus on this movies and television constantly like make it to where sex and relationships are the end all be all matter a thousand times more than anything else right. movies and television make relationships and sex into a religion when it's not it's something that can make your life better. It's something that can make your, your life more enjoyable. But it, it, it's not the top of the pyramid. It's right. just not. Very true. Okay, so I'm going to ask you these three kind of all together. Red pill, blue pill, black pill. Black? Yeah. Uh, which which uh, one do you want? That, that I mean, I know them all, so. Okay, I'm pretty sure that the red pill is, it, it is red as in conservative, blue as blue as in liberal. What's its reference? It's reference to the Matrix. Okay. Uh, when Morpheus holds up the two pills, and, and I think the idea more or less came from is there was that turning on the internet when like everyone was kind of default liberal. Yeah. And taking the red pill is kind of like figuring out that like the the there's a lot of lies to liberalism and like becoming conservative very quickly. There's some there's the idea of a red pill is is switching your perspective and entering a whole new world. Because it's supposed to be mind-boggling when you switch from being a blue pill to a red pill. Mm -hmm. You hear stories of people being, quote-unquote, red-pilled. And that's when they've kind of realized the fallacy of liberalism and they become very conservative all of a sudden. And that has its ties to anti-feminism, men's rights, and incel movement. So when you say liberalism, do you mean incel? When I say liberalism, I mean blue pill, and I think that's more of like a normie shit. Okay. I think if if you're blue-pilled, you're a normie, right? Uh, if you're blue pill, you believe women have equal rights, essentially. So, uh, red pill and blue pill is a reference to the Matrix in that the blue pill is the people who don't want to see how the world actually... You live in a simulation. The red pill is someone who's taken the pill, who wants to see, you know, beyond... Yeah, Yeah. and wants to see women aren't actually, you know, uh, equal. They're, Mm -hmm. They're lesser. Everyone who's taken the blue pill sees women as equal, but I've taken the red pill and I know that women are lesser and they're meant to be controlled and they're dumber and the own, everything wrong with the world is because we have given women any sort of agency or control. It's it's similar to um, any 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 cult or religion. The way I mean, like religion in a negative sense. Because mm-hmm. religion can be very positive in people's lives, but uh, religious extremism right. is this idea of you know you're going to enter into a world that's more harsh, but you'll be fucking Neo from the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. And uh, well, uh, my understanding of the black pill is not that there's a third path; it's that it is a militant version of the red pill, where it's like, no, it's a war to fight. We need to end feminism violently if necessary that's my not that's my understanding is different than that actually i my understanding of the black pill is it is a third path okay and it is um not being able to handle the red pill's truth but being aware of it and choosing to die instead and my understanding and and i could be wrong is that if you're black pilled you would just rather die you don't want to avenge you don't want to elliot rogers you just want to die okay Um, It says here the black pill is a metaphorical term used to describe the moments when an incel either realizes or is reminded that they are an incel. Um, When something happens in an incel's life that reminds them that they are undesirable, that's a black pill. 
Uh, it stems from the red pill, blue pill cultural meme popular with the men's rights movement. So, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much the end of the sling that I found. Um, I know that there's a lot more and a lot of them have to do with like just general memes. Yeah. Um, like lingo and things like that, like a troll and things like that. But, um, I think that 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 really kind of gives us a little bit of a context to understand the movement itself. Um, These are people that are angry. These are people that are, you know, feeling like they're left behind or left out or straight up denied. Um, Well, there's varying levels of sincerity. Right. I I, I hate it when people are alarmist and they'll look at it like a a group of like a troll movement and they'll say, look at all the people involved in this and they all mean it and they're all ready to be Elliot Rogers. Right. And... You know, I, I would never give perspective or percentages on like what percentage of the community is this way because there's no way of knowing. Right. But there's going to be people who self-describe themselves as incels, but they're genuinely there to just fuck with the community. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to make violent things happen because it's funny. Yeah. Maybe they themselves would identify as chads. They're just fucking with them. Right. You're Trolls. Gonna have, yeah. You're going to have people who do it just to blow off steam. Yeah. Who like genuinely would never harm another person, but like they have very low self-esteem. So they participate in these conversations. Yeah. Cause it makes them feel big. Yes. Cause it makes them feel big. Then you have people who are genuinely disturbed. Right. People who are on the fence. So I would not preach like the alarmist. Oh my God, it's out of control. It's an army of Pepe's ready to start murdering. They're not ISIS. Yeah. A few people are extremists and their narrative needs to be quelled because it is a dangerous narrative. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is not like a rabid gang of monsters who are roaming the streets looking to kill everyone. It's right. It, it's a threatening, poisonous tree which fruit should not be eaten. But you also just can't ban it. It's freedom of speech. So uh, before we move on from the black pill, I I have an alternate definition okay. that does your align more closely with uh, what Tommy was saying. Uh, it's from someone called uh, TimSquirrel.com. Okay. Good old Tim Squirrel. Yeah. Uh, the uh, black pill is the red pill's nihilistic cousin. The idea behind red pilling is that men recognize that the world is unfair and stacked against them in favor of women. From there, they can game the system by being an alpha male, going to the gym, treating women poorly, and so on. The black pill rejects this, saying that there can be no personal solutions to systematic problems, and that the world was, is, and always will be stacked against men who are, quote, genetically inferior, and that women are inherently wired to prefer men with particular kinds of facial features, bone structures, and body types. Predator eyes. It's a bit of a topsy-turvy version of the debates between liberal and radical feminism, where one emphasizes personal solutions and mm-hmm. incremental progress, whilst the other says the whole damn system is wrong and can only be complete over... Can only a, and only a complete overhaul can fix it. The problem with the black pill is that it means that those who subscribe to it are either doomed to a life of misery or have to take violent steps... To, it's the combination of both of ours... Or have to take violent steps to prevent it. This is where this guy's uh, stepping in. This is this I've argued elsewhere is the reason that incels are starting to commit acts of terror. It's also why it's also partly why a lot of their discourse obsessively focuses on suicide. So, it's like a combination of what, uh, according to Tim Squirrel, uh, it's a combination of what you and I said. It's militant and suicide nihilistic. So I have a few more terms I want to introduce real quick before we sure. jump into more thorough discussion. Uh, and the first of which is Pepe the Frog. Yeah, we do need to explain this one because this is like become an icon. Pepe so very depressing because again, like this movement started, it was a comic. It was an artist who drew something who has absolutely no connection with 
this movie. There's an attempt to... So, for the uninformed, if you live under a rock, there's this green frog who has a very distinctive appearance, and he's synonymous with 4chan, and because of that, he's very synonymous with uh, a lot of the more shitty things 4chan has done. He's also synonymous with, like... Donald Trump. Well, but, like, I... And maybe I'll get in trouble for this. I still laugh at some Pepe shit, because Pepe, to me is the classic meme of, like, it's a gross stoner with, like, low self-esteem. And, mm-hmm. like, I think of, like, chicken tender memes. Like, you can still go on the internet, and I would even hazard a guess, especially now, you might find more Pepe memes that are just kind of silly and meaningless and, like, neutral to any politics. Mm-hmm. I don't... I think that the political stuff has... Tainted it? I, I think it has uh, overwhelmed it. Like, you... It's astounding how there's a lot, there's so much drama around a tiny green frog. Yeah. But In terms of recognize, recognizability, recognizability, is that a word? That's a word. Um, yeah, I don't know. In term, people see that and they immediately think MAGA hat. But it, it is somewhat synonymous. Because it was with literally the brought up during the debates. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. They brought up the Pepe. Mm-hmm. Little Pepe. Um... I hope that they reclaim Pepe. I hope he's taken off the speech. Maybe I'll go I, go I to hell for that. The original artist is pretty much abandoned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, at any rate, uh, is Pepe too much of like a MAGA thing and not to be concerned with Encel, uh, or would we say that the two are connected? I mean, I think the two are connected because of how closely connected the Encels are to the alt right. Type movement. and 4chan and Pepe being kind of an unofficial representation. Yeah, of, of he is Anon. Anon is Pepe. Yeah, right. Well, and to top it off, um, and as far as I can tell, um, a lot of people that are men's rights activists are also involved in um, politics in terms of you know supporting conservatism. More rightist, yeah. Yeah. But uh, let's not get so deep into politics today. Let's actually right. start moving more into uh, in, into It's, hard, it's hard to support the party that has 40% of its senators are women yeah. versus the other one that has like 5%. Yeah. Well, and liberalism is very reactionary and is not always substantive. Mm-hmm. I, I think that one of the greatest problems in our country right now, and I will tie this back to incels, is just that... Liberalism is very reactionary and very ethical, but it's just too much of a spread shot to get anything actually done. Mm-hmm. So a lot of liberal policy will fall on its face because it, it can't get anything uh, actually finished and passed. Sure. I, and I, that I creates agree. it creates this illusion that liberalism is false because government cannot come up with practical solutions. Um, yeah, I, I agree. There's... It, there's so much to be offended by that at some point it's just infighting where yeah. it's like if we all just take a step back we're all on the same side fighting for the same thing well and like you yeah. have to forgive people for uh like dead naming or that kind of thing it's like mm-hmm. forgive people for their past they're on your side we're well, fighting and, for yeah. generally the same thing but, but we'll have to come back to that but but uh you have that government influence is huge for this community because everything is so scattered and awful right now mm-hmm. that a lot of people are furious at feminism and LGBTQ and, and black people just because the government's incompetent. Right. And uh, the people who catch the blame were the people the government was trying and failed to help. Right. 
through through social justice, quote unquote. And so you have the people who, when someone stands up and says, "Hey, I'm going to be Batman," I'm going to be social justice. Someone's going to stand up and say, "Hey, I'm the Joker." Yep. That, that's just the way the devil's shit advocate. happens. Yeah. Not even Absolutely. devil. Someone says, "I'm going to go." If someone's going to claim to be Christ, I'm going to be the devil. Right. Um, and so that's why you have people who are so radically racist, anti-woman, and I imagine, without knowing positively, I'm going to say this pretty safely. I'm going to guess the uh, incel movement is pretty homophobic. Probably. Do we know that for a fact? It's it's usually very xenophobic in general. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I would assume that most of them don't even discuss uh, the fact that homosexual people exist. Right. Well, I mean... Actually, I, I think I have read stuff about um, not particularly caring about uh, male homosexuals, right? But being uh, like offended by the rise of lesbianism, right? And, like by because they're very concerned with competition, right? Uh, that's a huge uh, uh, interest for the incel, and the fact that any more anything that's taking away more women is a concern and is a threat. So they're probably they're, there's definitely a lot of anti-lesbian rhetoric, absolutely, and anti-trans rhetoric as well. Because I'm sure that. Um, uh, that actually brings me to the next topic, and that is that there there's a divide between like the ultra masculine, like the people who believe they're protecting classical masculinity, and the incel. There's going to be overlap there, but they're not generally the same thing. Right. Like an incel is not going to be one of those dudes who doesn't wipe his ass because wiping his ass is gay. Like that's that's not necessarily going to be the same guy as an incel. Right. Um, an incel might be interested in more like weeaboo type shit, but I digress. Other thoughts on um, the movement in general, Chris? It's negative. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is what is one thing we might recommend for people that may feel these feelings and may seek out this kind of community? Because I mean, of course, Read affirmation, book. affirmation, and validation is probably something that these people feel that they may need to seek out through joining a group like this. Like, Hey, I want to see that other people have the same feelings as me. Like I'm angry. I want to make sure that my anger is validated. So I feel like that's one reason why people find themselves involved in these groups. But at the same time, I don't, I wish there was actually like a better resource for people who do find themselves involuntarily celibate. Like, what do we, you do? We live in a society. Oh, did you have something? I'm sorry. Well, uh, there have been studies that have been. I think the main issue with these people is that there's a uh, lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't understand how other people think. They can't put e- themselves in other people's shoes. Right. And uh, it's been proven uh, that reading novels and such helps develop empathy. Right. People who read less are less empathetic. See the president, who probably can't read. But yeah, but I think... But uh, yeah, uh, they need to uh, develop empathy. They need to understand how other people feel. And that, uh, guess what? Everyone has always struggled the same way that you have. You guys are not unique. You're not special. You're not snowflakes. You're nothing. Everyone is exactly like you. Everyone's been bullied. Everyone has had difficulty trying to have sex. We've all adapted. We've all learned. And you incels are the ones that are refusing to adapt and learn. And you're the ones that will die 
hopefully sad deaths. Okay, let's 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 dial it down. A little. Elliot Rogers, I, fuck you. Yeah, fuck Should have put the bullet first bullet in your own head. So I think don't encourage suicide. What yeah. we need here is a is a a modicum modicum of of sympathy. Modicum. Whatever. Yeah, I, I actually have a sympathetic pitch. Okay. I, and I, I just think that we live in this society where we are so dependent on, like, the myth of the film and television. Mm-hmm. So much of American culture is shaped by being placed in front of a TV and watching the same shit. And I, I alluded to it earlier in the episode. It's just that we, we turn sex and, and romance into a religion. And we make it the top of our lives. Yeah. And I think a lot of the issue for someone who's becoming an incel or someone who's, like, 14, 15 and not able to blur between, like, reality right. and fiction is that this is... This is um, the, the fruit of a, of a wrongful perspective. Right. To, to combat what the, like the Disneyfication of, of people's lives, we go to little girls starting at like first grade kindergarten and say, hey, you don't need a man. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that message is just as important to little boys. Yeah. And, you know, we, we say that protect women because they don't want to become uh, victims to men. At the same time, I think a lot of the messages we give to women should be given to men so they don't become predators. Right. The messages we give to girls to say, hey, don't become a victim, stand up for yourself, have interests, be interested in yourself, find hobbies. Those exact same lessons need to be applied to men. Right. So that when we go to first grade, second grade boys, we're not saying, hey, don't be rapists. I mean, we should be saying that. Yeah. But I think the message more importantly is to be, hey, you don't have to fuck a woman. Like You're going to want to. You're going to like, you're going to like really need it. And your gonna, body's going to tell you to, but, but like you can overcome those urges mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with jacking off. There's nothing wrong with having porn. There's nothing wrong with having sexual feelings, but Toys. you have to have like thoughts outside of it. And right. I think that it's also a product of our American duality of being hypersexual, but hyper shameful about sex yeah. of just talking to 13, 14, 14 year old boys and being able to say directly to them, Hey, this is going to feel really strongly. You just kind of have to figure it out, like wait it out, jack off, that's cool, but focus on other stuff. Don't let sex mm-hmm. be the top of your pyramid. You right. have to be interested in other things. And when you when you look at the incel community, so much of it, is they just become so preoccupied with this shit. Right. And then they end up, uh, I mean, I imagine a lot of them are just, are, are gaming a lot. I know it's right. a stereotype, and I'm stereotyping that community, but that, that's a very true stereotype. They're gaming constantly. Well, that's what I was thinking about, like, I keep thinking about, like, Monopoly as a good way to, like, think about this. Like, you can own all the properties, you can build all the hotels, and do everything right, and still not get what you want. And then these people, I think incels are just people that have just knocked the whole board off the table. You know? Like, yeah. they're just done. They're like, I'm done playing, I'm done being a part of this, I thought I stacked everything right. Because they got no right currency. Now, yeah. Because they believe that sex is wealth. Right. And sex is the center, when in right. reality, just... and. I'm, I'm parroting this from another podcast. Right. Um, last podcast on the left, when they talked about Elliot Rodgers, just like, learn to play the fucking guitar. Yeah. Like, if you are ugly, even if you're fucking deformed, which is a, a big thing you see in incel communities, is people who are physically disfigured. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll say, well, what do you recommend for me? I can't just joke. Like, yeah, you can. You can be autistic and you can learn, like, and I, I'm not using that as a disparaging term. Mm-hmm. You can have autism and you can learn important skills and make friends and have yeah. communities. You can be physically deformed with missing eyes and have non-predator features. You guys heard about that? The predator features? Uh No. Supposedly, attractive men look like lions and unattractive men look like 
um, like pandas. There's this whole like there was a study that someone did about beauty that says that it's not attractive about panda. Fate, well, they're cute, but they're not attractive. And like the, the demonstrated image, and I actually saw this on an incel board was a lion with panda eyes and a panda with lion eyes. And it's supposed to explain that all attractiveness uh, goes back to how much of a threat you look like, whether huh. or not you look violent or not. It's a, it's something you can look up in your own time. I've thought about that. I've, I've encountered that with somebody. But I will say, and this is my last thing, and I'm going to try really hard not to like explain this too much, but I feel like a lot of this is a result of toxic masculinity as propagated by the media. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And also, th- there's this... Everything has become so politicized that we enter this vacuum chamber where when someone says, hey, don't do this, people are going to say, oh, well, you know, people on the Thank opposite you. side of the, people on the opposite side of my political spectrum said, don't do this. Yeah. So then there's a reaction to increase that. And right. there's a very simple message of like, hey, if you're a dude, just like, just don't like, just don't be such an asshole. Like, just yeah. don't be a self-obsessed asshole. Well, well, don't think that you're entitled to shit that you that is from somebody else. But that's just that's just a common sense political free idea. Is yeah. just don't be entitled to shit. Don't be an asshole. Don't get angry over nothing. Mm-hmm. But because liberal voices are saying that, because the, the the liberal philosophy took hold of the hey, be a decent human being. Now I, I listen to Christian talk radio sometimes just to get the blood boiling. You have like preachers on christian radio being like toxic masculinity doesn't exist like hey uh, just yeah. because you're conservative doesn't mean that toxic masculinity yeah. doesn't exist maybe well, you just have to call it by a different it, name yeah you yeah. don't understand what it it's, means it's a liberal slang term right but just like misogyny well it's like how uh uh global warming never existed and then as soon as they started calling it uh climate change climate change a lot more people start getting behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, all of our society is built upon like dueling lingos. And when you uh, really take a deep dive into subcultures or politics, it's just this anthropological clusterfuck of who can name something the right way to get all of society behind it. Because in our like super fucked up bipartisan, or sorry, partisan society, mm-hmm. everything's all just about shooting down each other's lingo. And it creates radical subgroups. Mm-hmm. Like the, the fucking like insane SJW that's obsessed with trying to defend celery sticks. Or the fucking nut job incel who's glorifying Elliot Rogers. Right. We create these pockets of people who have been so trained to be the opposite of something, they've become the opposite of humanity. Right. So... I mean, I think that this is a nice window into explaining a little bit of what this is, because I feel like if somebody encounters this and they're like, well, why is this all about sex? Like, why, why is this, um, you know, so all encompassing the fact that they literally identify themselves by their inability to, you know, overcome celibacy? Like, why is that the thing that kind of unites them? And I feel like that we've gotten to... I don't know, analyze it a little bit, but also define it in a lot of ways that I think would be useful to our listeners here. Every group is constructed of individuals. I think about this constantly when people have discussions on race, sex, or or queer rights, queer is like, how do the gays feel about this? Well, how will the blacks recognize this? And I always want to say they're individuals. Yeah. Like everyone is an individual and that goes for incels too. That goes for any fetish we discuss. Absolutely. this is going to be a case by case and everyone's going to be relating to it in different ways and different mm-hmm. wavelengths. Um, but yeah. as I've said before, 
in opposition are, to you yeah is that people who are part of uh like ethnic groups such as uh, african-americans all have faced certain societal you know pressures like people who identify as incels they have all similar experiences and that's why they are grouped together is because they are sharing the experiences they're mm-hmm. not grouped together by outside forces they right. have grouped themselves together mm-hmm. which shows um uh, which requires a certain amount of active participation so um it's something to look out for um that said i was able okay so i should Product report corner? it is very hard <laughs> no it is actually very hard to find much online about incels unless you actually go to their dedicated websites but, um uh, something like brain cell yeah our oh, brain our. cell is one also oh, it's because uh incels got banned so really our, right yeah uh, our brain cell is the uh uh non-militant version of incel of our incel Except it definitely is. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, it's it just hasn't still gotten an, as much attention as incel, um, so it hasn't been banned yet. Right, that's how things get banned on Reddit is by, by glorifying a shooter. Right. Well, and four chan too. I think is four chan even still a thing now? Oh, most definitely. Okay, and also I, maybe I'll get in trouble for this too. Four chan does not need to be as demonized. People talk about four chan like it is literally like going to hell itself or some dark web thing. It, 4chan is not super duper fucking dangerous. It's not all MAGA chuds, and it's not all like Elliot Rogers glorifying incels. Right. There's some funny jokes there. It, it's <laughs> it's not dangerous. 4chan's yeah. not the end of the world. Do you do you disagree with me, Chris? I think it's predominantly that kind of stuff, and that the uh, funny jokes are their attempt to. You know, pretend to be you know, a front. normal. I mean, <laughs> everyone finds certain stuff funny. Like, I just don't think that 4chan is the radioactive toxic slime. And I think that goes back to this idea it's of... It's a gateway site. I don't know if I... Well, that's a discussion for another time. That, I'll that, tell you one thing that is time. definitely a gateway site, and that is Return of Kings. Um, oh, that was a group that actually called for um, women to be attacked on site. Um, at one point in time and a lot of people, I remember this because I was afraid to go out, um, even though it was just a thing that was online and apparently nothing ever came of it, but there are groups that are in different locations throughout the U S that actually are, you know, like a club basically. And they take a lot of their cues from this group called return of Kings. So, um, that's one I definitely wanted to mention as the, well. Uh, movements have goals. And yeah. so some people might be confused about that. Cause wouldn't the goal just be get laid? There is an advocacy for social change. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that I- I've read certain accounts where, um, people want the government to take control of how much suffering people are in and assign women. Right. Uh, and you, you read Very about Handmaid's this. Tale. And, yes. And, and you actually can read these people's perspective where you can tell it's like a 14-year-old boy. And it's right. like, I'm just frustrated and I know I'm going to be alone and sad. Wouldn't it make sense if the government just gave me a woman? I don't mm-hmm. want to hurt anybody. I don't want to shoot anyone or rape anyone. And it's so confusing. The government should just give me a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other movements, of, of like you said, of attacking women to make them feel more afraid. Mm-hmm. There was that one dude whose name I don't remember, whose name doesn't need to be remembered. But mm-hmm. it was like, we need to change rape policy so you know only real rape can be charged which if, if you're inside a man's home that you willingly entered 
can't be called rape. Ugh. That guy had to like live in a basement now or something. I, do you remember the story? Yeah. yeah. I thought Good all reading. incels had to live in basements. I'm sorry, that was mean, but I had to say it. Okay, I was able to find a couple of groups um, on FetLife. Really? FetLife has incels. FetLife has a group called Late Bloomers, Virgins, or Incel, and Those Willing to Help. That's no, actually that doesn't seem like an incel group. It says incel in the I know, name. it doesn't seem like the incel movement. The scary ones, yeah. Yeah, it seems like more like someone who is actually having trouble and trying to grow as a person instead yeah. of someone who is having trouble and trying to force the world to change for right. themselves. So yeah. I'll, I'm trying to be sympathetic here, and I'm not trying to think of every incel as Elliot Rogers. I'm trying to think of every incel as a con- confused 14-year-old who's fallen into an internet terminology and is torn between, like, because he's too young to have made up his mind, says, yeah, I'm kind of an incel. Mm-hmm. And he Meaning just, that they're just a virgin. Because if you say, like, fuck you, you Elliot Rogers murderer, right. he's just going to be, like, more hardened into that community, which right. is the same way it works in cults. Is if someone says they're thinking about Scientology, you don't just start like attacking them as a monster because mm-hmm. you're just going to push them further in. Exactly. So if if someone is saying like, "Yeah, I'm kind of an incel," I'm kind of looking at like some incel jokes. You just kind of have to wean them and say, "No, no." But there's an actual an actual group on FetLife. So is there no more details to that? Do we want to go over some famous incels? Famously, John Kerry is an incel. Oh. Um, also, that'd be strange since um, he has kids. Glenn Howerton of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, incel. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of folks know it, but Zoe Deschanel, famous <laughs> incel. And uh, Miles Davis, famous musician, oh. also an incel. And the, the jazz killer, same techniques as the King's people, incel. One of the first incels of all time, Christopher Columbus. I thought, I thought you were going to say Jesus Christ. Except okay, he did go Elliot Rogers on an entire continent. Yeah. Jesus Christ, also in cell. <laughs> that's... Uh, all wow. right. Hey. <laughs> guess how, that's guess, good, Chris. <laughs> guess how many... Members? Members are in this group on FetLife. It sounds like a support group. I, I, can't, I can't imagine incels signing up for they're, FetLife. They're losing people every day. Because, like... They keep, they keep having sex. Incels, I imagine, like, they, they want to get... I, I imagine a lot of incels are just interested in, like, just touching a boob before they can think of, like, well, they'd be interested in, like, lollycon, I guess. Well, this could also be filled with uh, what are referred to as uh, fake cells, people who aren't actually incels, that this could be, like, roleplay. Yeah. I'm going to guess 382. It says, it says, this is a group for anyone who finds themselves in later life to have missed the train regarding relationships and sex for a variety of reasons. Also, anyone who would be willing to help. Oh, so it's more of like the classical definition, like more of like the 95 yeah, incel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. what we're saying. Okay. Um, 382. 40-year-old uh, virgin. There are 25, 25. members. 25. Okay. Um, I was also able to find, I searched the word incel on Pornhub. Eight videos, and they're, they're all like an incel, like being seduced and like incel fantasy. Eight videos, it's my guess. I think they're rants on Pornhub. Yeah, you can upload anything on Pornhub. I think they're rants. I think there's a lot. How many? Over a hundred. Nine. Nine. Oh, and they are, are they are all porn actually. <laughs> they are actually porn. <laughs> yeah. Are they like like incel fan, like incel stepbrother? 
Um, it's like because I know all porn has to have a stepbrother. Now. It's uh, it can't not have a stepbrother. It's like it's stepbrother. Oh no, my it's, vagina, my chicken tendies, my, my vagina good boy. landed on your dick. What my good boy points. <laughs> um, it's basically like oh, I'm a virgin and I've never had sex and I. You know, I've never, I've always wanted to, but I never have gotten to. And so it's like coaching. So I, I think to, I don't want to touch the FDI with this. Yeah. I wouldn't call it a sexual Five. lifestyle, but I, I think that uh, a little bit of sympathy goes a long way and, um, empathy, empathy goes a long way. Yeah. Well, I, I pity these people. I, I genuinely pity them. Like that's, that's the insulting form of sympathy is they've been just, they've been guided into this very toxic way of thinking is what I recommend for people who are political extremists and what I recommend for people who are religious extremists is just you have to build your life with shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have shit in your life. And and this comes from personal experience. I know I have not genuinely suffered and I've been a lucky enough person to not have genuinely suffered. Mm-hmm. But I, I have struggled with things and you just have to leave them. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to walk away from the things you can't get. And if you have working legs, you can exercise. And if you have a working brain, you can stimulate it with art or discussion. And even if you're alone, we live in an era where however lonely you are, you can find positive reinforcement rather than negative reinforcement. So just not every person who deals with this is 100% hell-bent like ISIS member monster. I just, if you are thinking of like hurting other people, yeah, fuck you. You're a fucking trash person, but I don't think that's a five. Go see somebody for help. Yeah. I, I just don't think that you should kill yourself. I don't think anyone should kill themselves. That's that's we, we are so blind to violence that we, we we can flippantly talk about that. There's nothing sadder than suicide. It's just, well, murder, homicide, rape, all fucking evil, but that's so shitty. I think Elliot Rogers should have killed himself. He should have, he should have killed himself instead of killing other people. Absolutely. But I think, one thing that I would like to kind of conclude with, again, not not on the FDI, but like, and I, it's hard for me to say this because I am a woman and I do feel fear when I think about incels or people that are red pill people, because um, it does. It's a legitimate fear. Um, and I think it's a fear that a lot of women hold. But I do feel like I wish that there were better resources for men that feel this way rather than kind of turning inward and becoming very angry and then joining groups like this. So I feel like for me, I wish that there was more resources available and I wish that we'd taught more about like, kind of like what you said, we should give, we've given, I mean, we give little girls and things support as they're growing up and talking about like, you can do all these things and have all these hobbies. And with men, it's like, you're not really a man unless you have a lot of money and have a lot of pussy. So, I'm like start so. slipping books into the click curriculum be like <laughs> oh look this one's got a female protagonist that's weird read it yeah. maybe relate to the person I'm, and be like oh mm-hmm. maybe maybe women are people too i'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this but probably I'll, I, it's not gonna be the first thing it's not gonna be like, the first time this episode. a lot uh, yeah i know i've said a lot of troubling things in this episode but I, i'm just trying to think outside the box a lot of the things that we we use as feminist principles are generally just good principles of how to live your life and I think that, yes, we still live in a society that pays women less. And yes, it is more dangerous to be a woman than a man because there are men who will punish women for things that they have not done. Mm-hmm. There, um, there are men who will punish women for existing. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, it's all just about 
having pity for people who don't have empathy and trying to teach empathy to them. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, someone who's willing to act violently or to speak caustically, they're just... They're, they are acting under an impulse that's caring too much about the wrong shit. And I feel like, of course, the the initial response for many is just to be angry at those people. But that's the last thing you need. It's kind of like you said, that just drives them further in to you the insult movement. So you, I guess what they need is to be shown what empathy is yeah. in order for them to develop it as well. And it's, it's, it's a struggling thing because it, it's something you have to do face to face because you can't fight negativity with positivity on the mm-hmm. internet. You can fight negativity with positivity in real life, and it's very impactful. Mm-hmm. But you can't tweet or edit a video that's going to talk these people down. Right. And so, I mean, a lot of it comes down to, and a lot of ways of, of defeating racism and, and defeating political partisanship and, and defeating men's rights activist bullshit mm-hmm. is to have discussions, not, you know, not poster-waving protests where people are throwing shit at each other, but just being a decent person at your job. Yeah. But this whole community is about, like, if you leave the community, it's like a cult. If you leave the community, you are lost. Like you, you were never, you never belonged to mm-hmm. us. And so, if you are in this type of community, that is probably your main friend group is yeah. people who are in this community. And so, any outside thought is automatically squashed. Right. Like you're not allowed to think that women can it's be like evil. a gang. If you try, if you bring up a thought that. It is not in line with the group. You get shut down and shut out. But And that's what's frightening about the entire culture we live in now is people have freedom of speech. We can't go in and say, you cannot go into a Nazi compound and say, hey, you swastika, swastika flags up, you're going to jail. You can't, you can't go to Depends an incel. Depends what country you live in. Hmm? Depends what country you live in. In the United States, we can't just lock up people for being a member of a board. Mm-hmm. And so you have to combat these ideas by trying to normalize basic human decency and unfortunately that gets politicized and it makes the problem worse it there's no easy solution to this and and there's no and and that's one of the things that bothers me about hashtag culture is that just makes so much shit worse Hmm. hashtag we're all we're all equals week it's it's uh now that black history month is over it's women are cool month for march and as much as that's like a cool idea a bunch of people tweeting that's not going to change these people's minds. Right. Well, and I think I think that this has done a really good job to kind of showcase not only... Um, I mean, the, I like how we've kind of made this a little bit more sex positive. Because as much hatred, as much dislike and disdain that we have for, you know, people that participate in very hate-involved groups, I feel like this is... We've kind of been able to talk about this in a way that I think is beneficial overall rather than just shitting on at this group. So um, we've given them a little bit of agency here and said like this is who might be attracted to it and how it might grow from that. So um, I, I think th- that pretty much wraps everything up. Yeah. I, I, if I wanted to leave with one last message that was sure. to someone who by chance you know, might identify as an incel and listen to this episode it's mm-hmm. just we are constantly telling people that like it gets better and that's very much something that has been has been geared towards queer communities, black communities, feminine communities, and it feels very wrong. It feels sexist, racist, homophobic yeah. to re-engineer that statement for like a rich white male who's just angry, can't get laid. But just this kind of goes to teenagers everywhere, to anyone sexually frustrated. It gets better, mm-hmm. and and I, I I don't think that that term needs to be have any kind of minority status to it. It's just. 
wounds heal. Life yeah. gets better. And they, they fester when you pick at them. Don't give up at 22 just because you haven't had sex by 22. Is that what he what he was or whatever? That he hadn't had sex since he was Rogers. L.A. Rogers was 22. Yeah. Oh, okay. His videos are some of the hardest things you'll ever watch. Oh my gosh. I don't recommend them. Well, 22. There's so much sex to be had after that. <laughs> well, a lot of folks discover sex late in life. And, and the big counter argument is a lot of people have sexual dysfunctions mm-hmm. or they have uh, deformities. Right. And these things have solutions. Well, As if you liked... shown previously, there are people who are into deformities. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And of all sorts. all kinds of solutions for sexual dysfunctions. Right. It's just... I, it, it's remarkably sad, mm-hmm. and I, I, I pity them. I, I, I pity it. So I do help. have one question. Yeah. Where is your product corner? Um, I don't really even have one this week. I have a dildo you, of Pepe the Frog. Like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I have a I have a Lollicon interactive game. Oh, I don't even Jesus. know what that is. I don't even know what Lollicon is. You don't need to get into Lollicon. Lollicon All right. is no. drawings of underage girls. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay, uh, yeah, we're a, not going to talk about that. Underage hentai. Hey yo, if you no, enjoyed I'm this sorry. episode, it's girls who seem who appear to be underage in hentai. They could be like ten thousand years old, and therefore it's okay. Gross. Hey yo, if you enjoyed this episode, you should definitely check out our other episodes. Um, this was episode seventy three. Oh my gosh. I would like uh, I would like it to receive emails with feedback, especially yeah. if we said something that uh, was incorrect, because we always wanted to do correction corner. Yes. And uh, I would love episode suggestions, because uh, sometimes I get bored and genuinely just look for weird shit on the internet to see that's, if we can make an episode out of that's it. That's why you have a fidget spinner for when you get bored. Oh, but that, I don't have a fidget spinner in my own house, and I get nothing done. Yeah, I know. I keep it here so that <laughs> so I keep to my hands. You don't need from ranting too much, so you don't destroy something of mine. Well, and I'm how... super glad that we were able to discuss this this he week, and I think that next not. week we he will probably have an equally interesting episode, the topic of which is a total secret. Do I know what it is? I, I'm not in on the <gasps> secret. James Bond? It's a secret. So you should join us what next is, week to secret? listen. What's next week? Agent Thanks for listening. Man, you should uh, definitely send us a message or reach out hey, to us man. on Twitter at Kinkcast Podcast, on Facebook at Kinkcast Podcast, or at gmail.com. And a quick Kinkcast at gmail.com. Shout out to Kinkcast Podcast. And gmail.com. a quick shout out to Ladies of Strange. Right? Yeah. That's the name of the show. Yeah. We become friends with another podcast. Please check out their podcast. Ladies of Strange. Ladies of Strange. The Ladies of Strange. And uh, I would like to officially reopen my offer of mozzarella sticks. Email me and I will send you mozzarella sticks, but only first come, first serve. I'm reopening the gates. I will give first you mozzarella come. sticks. Get off my show. <laughs>